You're listening to the Mind Your Home Podcast. I'm your host, Mia Danielle, and I'm here to tell you that the number one thing you can optimize to give you more energy and happiness is your environment. If you're tired of the chaotic cycle and ready to feel energized at home with more simplicity, more energy, and less clutter, then welcome to the Mind Your Home Podcast. Hey, and welcome back to the Mind Your Home Podcast. Thank you so much for checking in and listening to this podcast. I know that there are like a million other things that you can listen to at any given point with the great vast interwebs, and you've chosen to hang out here with me, which is really cool. So thanks for being here. So let me tell you a little bit about where I'm coming from with this episode. A couple of weeks back, I made an Instagram post. And it was one of those posts that felt really, I don't know, like I, I was a little nervous to post it because it felt a little bit personal, a little bit maybe vulnerable, and I wasn't sure how it was going to be taken. And, you know, like there are some things that you put out there and you immediately start questioning them. Um, Brene Brown calls it a vulnerability hangover. So this was one of those posts. And as soon as I hit post, you know, I I like almost immediately started getting that twitch to like, just, ah, just go delete it. It's too weird. Or I don't know how people are going to take it. And you know, like all of the second guessing. So when something like that happens, I mean, you can do things like that. And it and it's just it really is a terrible idea. Like, you know, texting your ex-boyfriend or something like that. And it feels like you shouldn't send it and you probably shouldn't send it. But then there are other times when you post something that feels a little vulnerable and it makes you have a physical reaction to it. And those things, sometimes I feel like you need to lean in more because there must be a reason why you're feeling that way, right? So that's kind of what prompted this whole episode about making your vision your reality is this Instagram post that I made. And in this post, I was sharing about this vision of myself that I always had. So let me backtrack a little bit. I've been doing a lot of wedding planning here lately. And I moved to Portland, Portland, Oregon, about five years ago, um, maybe just like slightly over five years ago. And I can remember the plan to move out here and, and making the plan and coming and visiting the city, um, you know, like over a summer break for a couple of weeks. And I just I had this vision of myself when I was making these plans for my future of myself being infused into this whole Portland culture and Portland lifestyle. And I was going to be this person who goes to all of the the chic coffee shops and checks out like a new coffee place every time she goes out and eats at all of the really cool, unique foodie joints. And I just had this whole this whole industrial vision of myself and how I was going to experience my life here. And I think that looking into all of these different wedding venues, a lot of which or most of which are are downtown Portland area, because that's where I'm looking to get married and, and, and looking at all of these different images of like people and these expressions of who I envisioned myself being when I first planned on moving out here, I think it's bringing some stuff to the surface. Because what happens is, I mean, we all have some vision of this person that we want to be. Some are a little clearer than others, but you can usually tell because, you know, whenever I'm watching even a movie that has this, you know, certain characteristics of this future vision of how I see myself, you know, I lean in a little bit more. I'm, I'm more interested in that 
character. And I'll find that, you know, when I meet other people who have these these traits that I see for myself or something that I want more of for myself, that I start to just, you know, my interest is peaked a little more with those people. So I think that you always kind of know these ideas of what you want for yourself and where your future person is going to be. And I just a couple of days ago, out of nowhere, I got this really vivid movie-like vision of this idea that I had for myself, this ideal person or this future of, okay, well, in five years or in 10 years, this is what I'm going to be doing. This is what I'm going to look like. This is what life is going to be. And, you know, we, you know, so we have these kind of these ideals, these visions, and it just kind of slapped me in the face that I've already been here five years and I'm not I'm not necessarily like living into this vision that I had for myself. Now, I want to be very clear because this is, you know, one of the areas where I start like worrying that people are going to think that I'm not happy with where I am. I am ecstatic with where I am. Okay. I love my, my house. You know, we were able to buy this condo. Matt is amazing. I feel so blessed that I was able to meet him and just be where I am. And I'm every day. I'm so happy. But there are other areas of my life where I'm not really living this this ideal version of myself. Some of those areas are, you know, just being expressive and getting out and experiencing some of the culture that's around me right now. You know, like I used to envision myself riding the MAX, which is like the public transportation system around here in Portland, and just kind of riding the MAX to different places with my earbuds in like the locals do. And, you know, just going to different really cool places like lounges that have that really golden, you know, whiskey bar type of lighting where it's a bunch of other people who are very familiar and like you. And even if even if you don't know them, there's just this camaraderie in the air and just, you know, like go into all of these different hipster chic type of, you know, this idea that I had of what I was going to be doing when I was here. And the reality is, as ecstatic as I am, I've also gotten really content in my normal day-to-day routine where I'm primarily living in my pajamas. I'm primarily staying home. Honestly, we're kind of homebodies. Matt and I are both homebodies. And so because both of us are that way, it becomes like extra heavy for us to plan going out. It reminds me he was sharing something that he heard a comedian say recently. I think it's a comedian say recently, now that he's retired, that even like simple mundane tasks for him and his wife, like, ugh. I got to mail this letter today, you know, and and then all of a sudden your whole day is like built around just mailing this letter because, you know, they're retired. They don't have a lot of stuff going on. And so it starts to kind of feel like that when you have two people who are homebodies and this is just kind of your daily day in, day out type of thing that any little thing that we go out to do feels like it's a production. You know, it feels like an event. Okay. Oh, we're going downtown. This is this is a big deal. Where are we going to park? You know, are we going to, and just like, I don't know, it, it becomes more of an event than people who just do it more naturally. It's part of their daily life. And that was part of, you know, how I, how I thought that I was going to be spending my, my daily time more. And then, you know, also on the health spectrum, I had this vision of myself being somebody who was going to, to do yoga and meditate regularly and just really, you know, breathe in the daily, you know what I'm saying. So and I've gone through periods where I was doing yoga, but even that felt like a little bit of a struggle to get out there and, 
and you know, just I've I've visioned myself being somebody who was going to be really fit, and eventually I'm going to start really working on my resistance training because you lose so much muscle mass as soon as you hit 30, and then you lose like so much higher percent when you hit 40, and all of these different things. And so eventually I'm going to be somebody who is doing all of this resistance training and is really keeping up with my body and all of these little just ideas of what I'm going to be doing in the future, what I'm going to look like, what I'm going to have, what my day-to-day life is going to consist of. And I just like, you know, right now, you know, because I keep mentioning like one of my visions is to experience a lot of the downtown type of culture that's here in Portland. And a big piece of that is, uh, well, bars and lounges is a big piece of that. And I don't really drink much, but I like the the scenery of going to different lounges. And I think that that would be something really cool to do, um, as well as checking out some of the really, you know, unique. There's such a unique landscape of food here. Like you can you can experience any type of cultural food, I'm, I'm pretty sure, that you want right here in the city. So like just being able to experience different types of unique places and, and things like that, that type of thing really lights me up and it gets me excited. And it's part of what I anticipated or, or envisioned my life being. Well, you know, the reality is, that the closest we get to eating out right now is that once a week we have a family fast food night every Friday. That way we're not eating any fast food during the week. We're eating home-cooked food. But on Friday, we can get the pizza or whatever fast food we want to get. And occasionally we'll go out to, you know, see Senor and have a Mexican food night with the family. Other than that, like that's pretty much our Uh, out on the town experience. And so it's not that I had this realization and all of a sudden I felt sad with where my life is and, you know, lacking in gratitude and, oh, well, this isn't where I want to be. It wasn't like that, but it was like this just awakening of where do you see yourself? Like, how do you see yourself being? What do you want to have experienced over the next five to 10 years? Because this is the status quo of how things have become. And if you don't change anything, then you can't really expect anything to change, right? So if if I continue doing the same thing day in and day out, then my reality five years or 10 years from now is not going to be any different than what it is right now. So that just kind of, I I don't know what it is that occasionally wakes you up, you know, and has you, and you just, decide, okay, that's enough. Now I'm ready to, to stop dreaming and start doing. I'm not sure like what causes that awakening. And in this particular case, I really do think that it was because of all of the wedding planning and seeing some of the visualizations of things that I had once thought was going to be part of my daily life here. But it really did get me thinking and it really did get me making tangible changes to my daily schedule. And it, and it honestly motivated me to the point to where, you know, there are sometimes you make decisions for change, and you just know that you're going to follow through with them. Whereas other times you kind of feel like you're creating a fantasy pretend list of things you're going to do because you know, the chances of you actually doing them are pretty slim. I'm feeling the former, I'm feeling the, you know, I'm going to actually follow through with these because I feel inspired to do so. So, you know, we made some like tangible changes, like um, I've scheduled a certain amount of time every day. I even have a reminder to go off to meditate. And I know that for a lot of people who don't meditate, that sounds kind of weird or airy-fairy. But honestly, I love the way Jen Sincero puts it in her book, You Are a 
badass at making money, I think is the, is the book where this quote is. But she said something along the lines of, you'll be sorry that you didn't sit down and shut up sooner. <laughs> so, you know, just sitting down and shutting up and connecting and clearing your mind. I mean, just even thinking about it really calms and centers and slows down my whole thought process and my whole body. And it makes me more able to make clear, concise decisions, like about what I'm going to do with my time, what I'm going to, what my priorities are. It's kind of like zooming out and being able to take a bird's eye view, which I am a huge fan of. I mean, I'm a huge fan of big picture thinking. I'm kind of a big picture thinker myself. So the, the idea of just, you know, zooming out, getting back to center, which so many of us are consistently off kilter and we just were like running on stress and caffeine and just pushing through from one thing to the next. And when I start feeling like that, it's like I know that I need to stop and just meditate and recenter and clear my mind out and get some nice positive vibrating sounds going through my ears that are really just help to calm me down on a really physical level. Um, whether you see it as a spiritual practice or a physical practice or just like an emotional mental break type of practice, it's, it's kind of all of those things. But however you see it, it works. And it makes me feel like a better version of myself. It makes me feel like I'm making better decisions. My body doesn't feel as tense. And thus, like that's something I want to have more in my life. Yoga is kind of the same thing for me. Like it makes my body feel good. It makes me not feel so stagnant, especially when I'm sitting for hours working on my laptop and stuff. It, it makes my mind feel more alert and more, you know, it's kind of like having a cup of coffee whenever I start to do yoga and that blood is flowing to different areas and different muscles or stretching that I'm not even used to activating. And it makes my whole body feel more alive. And when when your body is alive and emotion, then that also transfers to, you know, your mind and your thoughts and your emotions. And overall, you just become more revived. So that's something that I really want to incorporate into my life more. So I've signed up for a course, um, you know, something where I'm going to get daily reminders in my email and new videos, you know, so it's, it's something that I'm taking an intentional action to make a tangible change into my routine and daily flow. So, you know, a lot of times, like the reason that we don't follow through with things is because we don't have a an obstacle that's encouraging us to follow through with things. We're relying on our own memory and our own willpower and inspiration to push us, you know, through these activities. Well, I know that that's not going to work for me. I know that me saying, okay, I'm going to get up and do yoga every morning at nine o'clock is not, it's going to be a part of that fantasy list that I was talking about. I need to have something popping up, a notification, um, emails, other people. I need to have something that's causing a little more disruption inside of my day in order to really be successful with following through with anything. Anyway, I'm not just sharing my own personal vision just as like a journal entry and podcast form or using this as therapy. I'm sharing this so that hopefully you can be inspired to think about your five-year person or your 10-year person or, you know, like the vision that you have, this movie-like vision that you have of this person that you assume you're going to be someday. How do you see yourself dressing? How do you see yourself acting? How do you see yourself spending your time? 
You know, what are your priorities in this future vision of who you are? You have your own vision, even if you don't think about it very frequently until it's reminded, like it has been for me here lately, until, you know, you're constantly reminded because something comes up and then all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, you know, I used to want to do that. Or I always assumed that I would be here, but I just kind of thought that it would happen organically over time. You know, most people plan their vision around their life. But when you really want to see the results of that vision, you have to really plan your life around your vision instead of the other way around. And not just plan, not just write down your fantasy list, but make it disruptive as hell. You know, like that's what works for me. And I believe that that's what works for most people. If you really want to change something, then you have to disrupt something. So think of those things that you're wanting to change and think of how can I really crinkle this into my daily life in a way that's so disruptive that there's no way I'm not going to do it. So I'll leave you with that. Go disrupt some things and I will catch you next week. <laughs>